Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong power. The righteous run into it and they are saved. Father God, we praise you and we thank you for safety. We thank you, Abba Father, in you. We live, move, and have our being. You are the only wise God. Power and dominion belong to you and you alone. We bless your holy name. Father God, you alone are God. We recognize you. We recognize your sovereignty. Well, I pray that each of you had an awesome resurrection celebration because we serve the true and living God. We recognize that our holiday calendar was created outside of the word of God, but it is awesome to recognize Jesus as Lord. And the amazing thing about it, we as his servants celebrate him every day. We are God's trophies, according to 2 Corinthians. We are his workmanship. We are recreated in Christ Jesus. And Daddy God, always, continually, is at work in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So we keep ourselves in love and light, and the wicked one touches us not. We are amazing creations. Yes, we are. I hesitated on that one because I wanted I thought to myself, now, can I really say that? But the truth of the matter, we are amazing. We are the crescendo of all creation. We were were God's final touch. And if you're female, you are God's final, final, final touch. And he lets you know that in, in his word. When he created Adam, he said it's not good for man to be alone. So he would make a suitable help need. So if you're one of my female listeners and you struggle with your significance, know that you were not a thought that 
was like a last minute, well, let me just throw a woman out here. No, no. You were planned, calculated. And you were God's final thought. And after you were created, God said, now it is good. And he rested. You brought completion to the earth. So be excited. Be excited about your femininity. It wasn't an afterthought. It was God's thought. And it's good to know that we were thought about God specifically for one of the most important tasks of all creation. And that is to be a helpmeet. You see, sometimes when we hear the word help, we don't fully appreciate it. But help means just that. Whatever the situation, that person needs to be helped. Help brings about completion. I know there are times in my life when I need help. You don't want just anyone helping you. You want to be helped by the best. I find it very interesting that certain occupations make limited salary. When they're at the foundation of making businesses, homes, and communities work and operate, To be good help requires the proper disposition. There are many skill sets that go unnoticed. Because we look at things purely on the surface. Also, help means whatever it is that you lack the ability to do, that's where you need someone to help you. We pay babysitters, small fees, to watch our children, yet we say our children are important. We pay more money to our accountants 
Now, I understand he's been to school and all these other things. However, molding the mind of our children is a process that impacts not only their life, but our life forever. School teachers make less money than entertainers. I understand. I understand economically how this happens, but the truth of the matter is it takes real skill to mold and develop the next mind. Why do I bring these things up? Because we often look at the world to decide our significance. A real power couple is a couple that understands the mind and the heart of God for each other and for their assignment. A power couple is one that is submitted to the master of the universe to hear his voice and have learned how to move through the process of life in cadence with one another and with God. How can two people walk together unless they agree? And I have found in my own life the only way to be in agreement with someone truly is to be in agreement with God regarding what I am to be in that person's life. So we're thankful and we're grateful as females to be created in the image of God, to be equal in intellect, to be equal in our soul, to be built fearfully and wonderfully according to the master's plan. And for those of us who have despised ourselves, we didn't realize that what the enemy has sent was self-rejection. We thought we were rejecting something that had no significance. You see, I came through the feminist era where women were being taught that if you want to be significant, you needed to dress like a man, walk like a man, talk like a man in order to be successful. Now, I know that that may be a dated philosophy. They've changed the way people dress. And they encourage the makeup, the hair, the femininity, but that's still flipping the script on the same demonic structure. And that is utilizing the gifts and the anointing that God gave woman to influence creation. Using sexuality to sell cars, to 
manipulate the minds and the hearts of people. Although all of these things are gifts, they're awesome gifts from God. There's nothing like seeing a confident, bold woman that understands who she is, who her God is, and her created purpose. Utilizing the gifts and strengths that God has given her in order to advance the kingdom of God without manipulation. So, Father God, we pray this morning. We pray this morning for healing and restoration to the heart of women, that they would understand your heart and your mind, that they would know their created purpose, that they're not second-class citizens, and you didn't create them not to have a voice or an opinion, but you created them powerful and life outside of your revelation of them renders them powerless and of none effect. For we were created in your image, Daddy. We were created without imperfections. Father God, the world looks to the tree of knowledge of good and evil to try to determine what they should be, and they call what you've created bad, and they try to fix it with what they consider to be good, and generations, Father, we have seen the systematic destruction of the female image. First, Father, beginning with an image that you never authorized. Father, we recognize it's never looked like you intended things to look. Humanity has always been on extreme ends trying to figure this out. But God, you have made it clear in your word. For you have called wisdom, she. And Father God, we thank you. Those little things throughout scripture indicate your love for woman. Indicates her gift to the world. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just pray and we lift up those that are part of your body 
that they would come to understand how much you really love them. And there is no shame in your game, Daddy. You didn't create anything or anybody that needed to be shameful and to reject themselves. Father, you did not create woman to be weak. You created a powerful being made in your image and your likeness. Father, I pray for this generation of women, specifically in your body. that Eve would truly be restored to the place of her glory. But she cannot until she's willing to be Eve. Father God, I, I believe in my heart it transcends roles. There are specific roles that man has assigned to females and say this is what you're supposed to do. (laughs) But, Father God, in the name of Jesus, roles change. The significance, Father, is that she is created with a mind and capacity to do great things. And written in her DNA are those gifts, Father. Father God, I pray, Proverbs 31. But Father, I recognize that you have created a capable intelligent, virtuous woman that's far more precious than jewels. Values are far above rubies or pearls. Father God, I recognize that a real ruby is hard to find. There are synthetic rubies. They look like rubies, but they're not rubies at all. Honestly, they're made by a process and market it as a ruby. And a pearl requires pressure. And it's developed through a process. So, Father God, I hear in this word that women, ah, God, of character are rare. And often created under a lot of pressure. For it's in this process that her value can be seen. Lord, we recognize in this hour just to be a whole woman is a fight for we war against a system 
that's been built around heightened sexuality, discrimination, many mothers who should have been Deborah's. created a great meal but never used their mind. They never saw themselves as able to transcend role models. Yet now, Father, we feel like And the church creates and perpetuates what you never created woman to be. Father God, you said in your word that the heart of a virtuous woman can be trusted by her husband. And he can be confident in who she is in their relationship. And that she would be faithful stewards of everything within the household. Father God, I praise you and I thank you for balance in us as women to be faithful stewards of all that you have given us. To be faithful stewards of our mind, to be faithful stewards of our body, to be faithful stewards of our time, to be faithful stewards of our talent, Recognizing what it is that we're created to do. I thank you for the example of Proverbs 31. For you see in it her strengths and her weaknesses and where she compensates in order to continue to build and develop. Out of good stewardship, she built businesses. She hired servants so that she could continue to develop and create her own resources, even separate from her husband, yet in humble submission to the role that she has been called to, so much so that her
Father God, I hear wisdom in knowing how to deal in her home. She seeks out ways to work In verse 13, it says she seeks out wool and flax and works with willing hands to develop it. Whatever her hands finds to do, she does it. She's willing to work, to create, to build, to do, become. For she is created in the image of her God. And, Father, I praise you. For, Father, I recognize when women are single, you are their husband. And you look to find the woman that can be trusted, that you can believe in and trust to do the will and the work that you've created them to do. They are your helpmate in the earth. Oh, Father, you're so awesome and so incredible. All of your creation speaks to your glory. Father, marriage is to look like union with you. And for those who are not married, they get the opportunity to co-labor with you. But, Father God, the spirit of this world that hinders the progressive development of the one you call woman, has established such a counterculture that women often find it hard to submit to trust wholly in you. Father, I thank you for your word. Your word is yes and amen. And I recognize Daddy God that there must be a change in men as well. Some men want to be taken care of. They don't want to be mature. Some men want to boss control. There are many different things. Some men want Susie Homemaker to be their wife. (laughs) Some of us are not created that way. But we are powerful. In other ways, help us understand what is written in our DNA. When we come in union with one another, that we would walk in peace and love, recognizing one another's gifts and abilities. However, this morning, I just feel impressed in my heart to continue to press in 
Father God, we thank you that in the church, that the oppression of women, the refusal to recognize the anointing that you have placed upon the woman, we ask you that you would bring healing in those areas, healing to the hearts of women that have been abused. There are great and awesome women that are taking their gifts to the grave because they were taught by leaders what their role was. And they felt in order to be submitted to you, they had to give up who they were in order to fit in a system that never looked like the church to begin with. Father, thank you for the images of Deborah. Judge, intercessor, prophet. Thank you, Father God, for the images of Rahab that saved her household. Thank you, Father, for the images of Mary, of the seven Marys, but Mary Magdalene, who knew your voice and responded in obedience. Father God, we praise you and we magnify you, Father, that we would know your voice and respond to it immediately, that we would understand our call, where you've placed us and what you've called us to. Father God, we thank you for the examples of business women and servants in your word. We thank you, Father God, for being blessed in a country that's a five-talent country that we truly can become whatever it is that you put in our heart. And nothing separates us from becoming all you've created us to be. but our own mind. For, Father God, you have given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. You have given us authority and power that anything that stands in the way of our created purpose must move, must bow in the name of Jesus. Father, I lift up physical conditions. I thank you that you sent your word to heal us. We receive healing. We receive wholeness, body, soul, and spirit. We thank you, Daddy. You have not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. God, you're on our side. Thank you for the capacity to pursue purpose 
with passion. Thank you, Father, that every morning is a new beginning, that you have brand new mercies for all of your children. Thank you this morning for brand new mercies. May not feel like it. Hands may be swollen, but we speak to our hands, our feet, our heart, our lungs, our blood pressure. We speak to our pancreas, our kidneys. We speak to our spinal column. We speak to every muscle, every tissue, every sinew in our body the name of Jesus, and we command it to be whole, to be healed. We command restoration to be our portion in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. You fill our mouth with good things, and our youth is renewed like that of an eagle. So we speak, Father. We even tell our old age to stop and slow. Whatever is assigned to that phrase, we command it to go. With long life, you will satisfy us. Father, you wouldn't give us something that wasn't good. So we receive long life and prosperity in the name of Jesus. We walk in holy boldness, Lord. We cut new paths for the women that are coming behind us and alongside of us. We cut new paths. Father God, thank you to teach us ways on which to entreat the king, whether it be the king of kings or the king of our home, you teach us ways to entreat him, to draw him, not to seduce him out of his place and position, but to have his ear concerning the things that you are speaking into our sphere of influence. Father, I thank you. I thank you that you have given us a voice to bring healing and restoration into the earth. And often it begins in our home with our loved ones, our children. We are so easily offended and hurt. And we retreat from our position. Someone can say one thing to touch a button. And the enemy uses that to keep us from preaching, prophesying, praying through our home. One critical word. One time being ignored instead of received. And we drop back not realizing that when we draw back, we don't just draw back from the person or the people. We draw back from our assignment 
that was the reason for the comment, Lord. I thank you even in teaching me in parenting that there are comments by our children that come straight from the pit of hell to try to wound our heart. But I thank you that we have a shield up. It's called faith. And we won't be moved by everyone's side comment. We won't go home and second guess who we are. We won't run to the bedroom and retreat and hide in our own home. Father God, we thank you. We will not abdicate our position. For, Father God, in families, sometimes there are one person that has wisdom, Lord. Father, when you release wisdom into our life, show us what to say, what to pray. For it takes wisdom to skillfully use the tools that you have given us. We praise you and we thank you, Father, that you release, Father. You sever all ties that are ungodly soul ties in family relationships between husband and wife, mother and children, father and children, children with one another. every string, every attachment that's not a reflection of your glory. We break and we sever them this morning in the name of Jesus. Father God, give us the anointing to control environments and not to control people in the environment. Cause us to be ones that shift the atmosphere in our home because of a release of the anointing. The anointing isn't for Sunday morning service. We bring what we've been packing all week long. To create a habitation, to create a habitation where angels dwell, with swords drawn, warring in behalf of our destiny and the destiny of those that we love, we lay down every sin and every weight that does so easily beset us. Lord, and I'm just, I'm going to pray for me right now, whether he likes my body, my hair, 
my cooking, whatever it is. It's not about what he likes. It's about (laughs) what you like, Daddy. It's about honoring created purpose. Father God, I thank you and I praise you, Father, that you changed the heart of the king. But, Lord, I thank you and I praise you for a heart that's steadfast, immovable, always abounding in your grace, in your love, in your favor, creating an atmosphere where regardless of the criticism, God, you have preeminence. You are the one that the environment is set for. There is a higher call. And in that environment, everybody's needs are met. Love is released in that environment. Not hate and rejection. Not control and manipulation. Not Ahab and Jezebel. And Ataliah and all of Jezebel's descendants. For they were even more evil than their mother. So, Father God, I praise you and I thank you that creative freedom is released in our home. that our standards of righteousness are really your standards, Lord. They're not based on man-made rules and regulations that say this is what a woman should do and this is what a man should do and this is what this should look like and this is and if it doesn't look like this then um there's something wrong. No. Father God, you created male and female unique. And just as men are unique in what they know and what their abilities are, women are unique in what they know and what their abilities are. We pray for couples, people, women looking for husbands. Often women change to meet the need of a perceived love, but they move away from who they really are. Then they can't figure out why the marriage doesn't work. The marriage doesn't work because you are no longer the person that God created. You were never the person that was in that relationship anyway. Lust, fantasy, imagination. 
preconceived notions was what you built the relationship on. You didn't build it on revelation. Therefore, it cannot operate because where there is no revelation, there will be darkness. And then we say, why do 50% of marriages in the church fail? I believe in my heart sometimes even less than that are actually functioning in the church because we're at odds with the Holy Spirit. We're trying to create something that God never made. And we want to call it marriage. And we want to say this is godly. Oh, I know I got the stripes on my back to prove it. And I'm pulling out of the hell that church attitudes toward women have created in my own life that have stifled my growth and almost destroyed my marriage and my lineage because I didn't act like the traditional wife. God didn't give me a traditional man. (laughs) He gave me a man created in his image that loved me like Jesus loved the church, but the church couldn't see it because the church doesn't know what that looks like. Father, I praise you and I thank you that in the 21st century, you're raising up a righteous standard and it is not man-made. It's based on the spirit of the living God. In the beginning, you created them male and female, you created them, and you gave them dominion. Dominion is not based on gender. Dominion is based on divine assignment. Father God, I decree and declare that Eve will come forth in power and authority, and she will stand alongside of her Adam. And they will walk in power and authority in the earth, creating, building, and doing what God has said. God, I hear even my own answer. I hear even my own truth. Father God, and we will not back down from the truth of who we are. And we will call our daughters off the streets out of illegitimate relationships. Refusing to be beaten, to be sexually molested, to be punished, to be cursed. We step out of the curse of this world. We refuse to allow man to tell us who we are. We look to the true and living God to define us. I thank you, Father God. And we humble ourselves under your mighty hand. In due season, Lord, you will exalt us. And as we walk through the process, I thank you for giving Eve a voice in the earth. Not to criticize, not to tear down, but a voice to release blessings, not curses. A voice to decree your truth and your righteousness. For it no more reason than is this not, is there not a cause? Is there not a cause for Deborah? 
to rise up and stand. For you have given her the strategy to destroy the enemy. But the church isn't listening because of gender issues that it has not resolved. No wonder our children are still being caught up in not understanding who they are as male and female. No wonder children, even in Christian homes, are struggling. We struggle. For we have bitten the fruit of the enemy. And we're confused about what it means to be a woman. We equate power with masculinity. When, Father, power and authority was given to all of your created beings. All of your human beings, I'm sorry. But because of the way the church has taught it and our mamas have shown it, we have seen being feminine as being powerless. When we are powerful, Oh, God. And our sons have been confused. Father, I thank you for restoration in homes today. I thank you, Father God, that we get a revelation of who we are today. I thank you, Father God, that we create an environment to train up men and women that will know their God and will do great exploits. They won't be confused. They won't be confused if they're creative and artistic and um, sing like the angels. They will still know who they are. And that our gender isn't given to us based on our talent. That while we were yet in our mother's womb, you formed us. You knew exactly what you were doing. You knew what hour we were to be released. We are not a mistake. Nothing about us is a mistake. But we wash off with the word of God every external, the grave clothes, the things that have been wrapped around us, maybe even from the time we left the womb. We shake them off. We release everything that has been put on us to keep us out of the plan and purposes of God. Father God, I speak to our bodies. Many times the enemy has orchestrated lifestyles that are detrimental to our progressive momentum. 
Give us the discipline. Even this morning, I miss my exercise time. Give us the discipline to exercise, to eat properly. One of the shortcomings in being in a five-talent country is we can have all the food we want. Even if we don't have but a dollar in our pocket, we can go get something that is destructive. Two pieces of bread and some meat and a whole lot of mayo (laughs) for a dollar burger somewhere. Father, help us to realize that buying two apples is better than the burger. I'm sorry, I'm this. Teach us, Father, what our body needs, because that can be presumptuous. Teach us what our body needs, Daddy, because the enemy has set the stage for our self-destruction. For we want to be strong soldiers, and we repent, Father, of self-destructive habits. We didn't realize that it was just the enemy trying to kill us. We didn't realize it was a spirit of suicide. We thought we were in control. Oh, Father, the Lord God today. I thank you for being created in the image of God. I thank you, Father, for making me a woman. I thank you, Father God, that I am more precious than rubies, more rare than rubies and more precious than pearls. It has been a process, Father. Lord, may my testimony be that even in her last years, she created an environment where the generations could know how to follow God with all that they are. And as my grandchildren watch, let them see Christ in a woman. What Christ looks like in a woman that understands who she is, why she exists, and what it is that she brings to the table. And I pray, Father God, that as I submit my heart wholeheartedly to that vision and to that plan, that anything that needs to happen in this atmosphere will change financially, spiritually, emotionally. That my home would be a haven, a place of refuge. And that when I go forth before your people, that I will take with me what I've already cultivated 
in my own heart and in my home. And as you bring me before great men in my community, my nation, and mission assignments, whether it be political, governmental, business, that I will carry what I have cultivated, even in my sleep, Father, into the atmospheres around me and watch them shift. I thank you for the angelic escorts. I feel the presence of your angels, Father, to strengthen me in forward momentum. Lord, I thank you to release an anointing today over the lives of your women to build, to build, to build, to build. I'm hearing build the website, build the, the, the places and points of communication that are needful, to build, to put in place the things that God has said put in place. I know I'm talking to me. So I thank you, Father, that whoever hears this, for whatever reason, Lord, you've said to use talk to you. I don't know, Father, I don't. there may be one person that will come across this that you want me to be here for, that you want to pick up these recordings and listen to. So, Lord God, I submit to your process in the name of Jesus. Now, I'm going to take a couple of minutes. Is there a specific prayer request? Um, Just pray for my husband this morning. He's not feeling well, and I think the, I think God is setting our, um, our foundation really sturdy, and just pray for him while he's at the school at with IPS right now, and that you just that God just give him the strength and give him eyes to see what his calling is. Okay, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I lift up my sister's husband. I pray, Father God, that you would strengthen him, Lord. I thank you, Father God, that he will understand his calling, Father. I thank you that the angelic hosts are with him to preserve him. I thank you for this marriage, Father. I thank you for resurrecting it, just as we went through the resurrection services, recognizing that you died for, that Jesus died for us so that we could become all that you've called us to be. I thank you for the resurrection process happening in this marriage. I thank you to give my sister wisdom to know how to position herself, Lord, that in the process of being a wife and mother, that you would give her great wisdom on how to be that light in her home. We recognize that people aren't always ready to see what we are. And so we recognize that part of being that ruby and that pearl is that we allow you to work the work inside of us 
as you work the work inside of other people. So I pray, Father, for this home. I pray for the marriage. I pray, Father God, that you would begin to give them a vision together of what you created them to be in the earth, why they were married to begin with, not why they thought they were getting married, but why you allow them to become married. Let them see, Father. Preserve them. Preserve her husband. Work in their lives. Let them know and understand clearly your vision, your plan, your purpose for their union. I bless their children. I thank you, Father God, for obedient hearts in the home. I thank you, Father God, that as mom lines up, everybody else lines up behind her, Jesus, the head, husband submitted to God, wife submitted to her husband, obedient children. And, Lord, as we do the process, sometimes it's bottom up. But, Lord, you will get the glory, and you will have your way in that home. So strengthen my sister for the transition. Strengthen her as she goes through the process, Lord. But I thank you, Lord, that in your word we can expect your miracles. And we look to them this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Father God, we close this morning, and we ask you, Father God, that um, as we go about our day, that you would continue to speak in our heart whatever is needful. So for all those on the line, thank you for joining. When Community Prayer Line, we're here 6.30 to 7.30. It looks like a little later today. We're here 6.30 to 7.30, Monday through Friday. So you can join us any morning. You can go in through chat, and you can even type in prayer requests. Um, We're at 724-444. 7444. Call ID 121201. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.